I live in a really rural area. I can see the mountains and the streams. Just being out when the sun was rising, being alone with my own thoughts. I could just run and run and run. For 30 years, Sarah ran religiously. It was her constant companion, the thing she always returned to. It was really a place for me to find peace. And for all those decades, Sarah ran without so much as a sprained ankle. Then, when approaching her latest 40s, but still quite fit, she starts getting injuries. In fact, a whole bunch of them. I'd gone for 30 years with no injuries. And then all of a sudden, I've got an IT band. I got plantar fasciitis. I'm tearing my hamstrings. I, you know, I have back pain. I was never a national caliber athlete. But I mean, I was a decent local runner. But over the years, I just got worse and worse and worse. The tipping point came when Sarah signed up for a 5K a few years ago. And it was the most incredibly painful thing I had ever done. Um, I finished the 5K and just wanted crutches. If someone had been willing to amputate at that point, <laughs> I, I would have taken them. Because Suddenly, this lifelong runner was thinking about hanging up her running shoes. And, and I was like, you know what? Everything needs to come to an end. I've been running thir- you know, 30 years, 30 plus years. My, my time is over. It's done. It's finished. This is My Body Odyssey a podcast about the rewards and challenges of an active lifestyle. I'm Robert Pease. And I'm Valerie Wences. Our bodies are always changing. We have days when our bodies feel great, then days when they feel completely broken and we just want to trade them in for new ones. As we get older, doesn't it always feel like there's something wrong? A tweaked knee, a stiff neck? And because we're all aging for the first time, we don't really know how much we're supposed to push through all those aches and pains. And when we can no longer endure, we go to the doctor. And the best doctors are great listeners and great detectives, piecing those symptoms together toward a diagnosis. Sarah had always prided herself on being one of those doctors. But in this episode, she struggles to diagnose her most challenging case yet, her own. Doc Sarah lives and practices medicine in New Hampshire. I'm a pediatrician, athlete, and mom of four. I probably should have put mom of four first, but. (laughs) She's warm, affable, full of interesting facts. um, And actually one just landed in New Zealand right before we started talking. So, and there is a Dunkin' Donuts at the airport in New Zealand. Who knew? (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Apparently the whole planet runs on Dunkin'. But we first met Sarah at the Pumpkin Man Triathlon in Maine in 2019. We found her just past the finish line. It wasn't as hard as I thought. I came in a little underprepared, but really, when I, I mean, this, this race to me is a miracle. We didn't know it then, but we found Sarah at a very special moment. She'd just done something that, to her, was miraculous after a medical odyssey of many years. Sarah grew up running, cycling, all kinds of exercise. It was just part of her upbringing. Growing up, that's just, we did a lot, um, a lot of exercise, especially with my dad, as far as cycling. We were, we were doing long cycling trips pretty early on. But running was Sarah's main event. 
She continued to run in high school and college. She says the hardest part of med school was no time to exercise. Over the decades, Sarah used running to decompress, de-stress, and clear her head. But running was also much more than that. It was the way she organized her thoughts and made sense of the world. Also, it's how I process things. When my mother died, I, you know, I processed that through miles on the road. Um, I had, you know, four small kids at that time. And so there wasn't a lot of peace and quiet at home. But it was also just being out when the sun was rising, being alone with my own thoughts. And I could just run and run and run. So when Sarah started getting injured and running became more painful, that is, when she could run, it was really hard on multiple levels. Let's start with Sarah's first symptom, a strange sound coming from her foot. And I don't run with uh, any music, which is good. And I noticed that my feet sounded different. My right foot would sound like I would expect it, and the left would just kind of shuffle. The sound in the foot turned into a pain in the foot, then a pain in the knee. She started getting terrible rashes on her arm. Were these symptoms connected? They just seemed random. So Sarah did what most of us do and pushed through the pain. And I mean, I've never aged before, so I was like, yeah, I have aches and pains, but you know, everybody talks about having aches and pains. On top of those aches and pains though, Sarah was exhausted incredible fatigue, but I was just like, ah, this is what everyone complains about. You know, I'm a doctor, I have four kids, I do triathlons, of course I'm tired. Who wouldn't be tired? Everybody's tired. But Sarah was really tired. I mean, it truly was exhaustion. I'd sit outside before the day started and go, how am I going to get through the day? And then I'd get home and go, how am I going to get through? You know, how, how am I going to do what I need to do for my family? It was kind of sobering for us to hear from a doctor that they'd had trouble diagnosing their own problem for many years. <laughs> so yes. what hope do we have then? I will say that doctors are the absolute worst patients. Worst patients. I mean, I, I, we don't listen to anybody, anything. If you want to see what not to do, just follow a doc. Diagnosis is one of the most difficult yet critical skills in medicine. We spoke to a general practitioner about the rewards and challenges of medical diagnosis, Dr. Divya Muthapa. She runs a general family practice with her husband in Southern Texas. Absolutely. There are patients that I am just 99% sure that I know what their diagnosis is and it ends up being something else. And so it just makes me remember, oh yeah, I need to look you know, out of the box and out of my, my routine to make sure that we're catching all of these various illnesses. So it's absolutely 100% um, a challenge every day. Regarding the particular challenges of self-diagnosis, Doc Sarah was stumped for several years. And her symptoms were building toward a crash, a medical crescendo. That crescendo arrived at the Disney World Marathon in 2017. Well, in 2017 at Disney World, um, I, I, my knee just blew up. My leg just wouldn't move. I wasn't sure, like, did I have a stroke? What the, what the heck happened? So I did what any good athlete would do is I went to the expo and looked for a brace that would help me to get my run in. So I was able to do the half marathon, um, but it, it wasn't pretty. And then the next day, my knee just 
it really blew up. So I got back home. Um, they drained a ton of fluid off. They put some steroids in and kind of sent me on my way. And they said, you know, this happens sometimes. And then another couple of weeks later, it blew up again. They put some steroids on and happened again. And it just, it was going in the wrong direction. Sarah tried another 5K, the one mentioned earlier, but the pain was unbearable. After that 5K that I did, I was in the pool because that was the only exercise I could really do. No running, no cycling, no hiking in the White Mountains near her home. Finally, I talked with someone that I swim with who has rheumatoid arthritis. And I said, how, how did your rheumatoid arthritis present? And she said, kind of like yours. At last, a clue, a hunch, and she was back on the case, her own case. I'm, I'm a physician, so I went to my friend. I said, look, these are, these are the labs I need, and she ordered them. Sarah had started to connect the dots of all the injuries she'd had, and arthritis did seem to be the logical culprit. Now I look back on some of the things, some of the injuries that I had, and in reality, they weren't injuries, and this has been going on a lot longer. I just, I, I just, I just didn't notice it. Um, and I, and it's partly, it's not until you go get the big picture. Like if you go in with any individual injury, you know, no one's going to be able to get it if it's part of a big process. It's, you really just got to put everything together. Mystery solved, but only after an odyssey of many painful years. And so they ended up with a diagnosis of psoriatic arthritis. Psoriatic arthritis is a chronic inflammatory condition. Joints, tendons, and ligaments will swell up, particularly in the lower limbs, knees, ankles, toes. It can be incredibly painful. It's also incredibly hard to diagnose, as Sarah herself discovered the hard way. Rheumatology is just tricky. There's endless amount of uh, uh, detective work to do when you're talking about the immune system. <laughs> so... Dr. Jeffrey Sparks is a rheumatologist at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, and also an avid runner. Honestly, a lot of rheumatology diseases, in particular psoriatic arthritis, they present insidiously. So this is not like you wake up one day and it's clear things are wrong. It's not like you have chest pain and you're having a heart attack. This is These are things that unfold often very gradually. It's usually several years that patients had symptoms before they were really diagnosed. So her situation is not that atypical. Which was confirmed by Dr. Muthapa in her experience of diagnosing the many types of arthritis, all driven by autoimmune factors, yet all presenting differently. I think that psoriatic arthritis of all the types of arthritis is one of the hardest to diagnose because there's no blood test for it like rheumatoid arthritis. It doesn't typically show up well on x-rays like osteoarthritis. Oftentimes, Psoriatic arthritic patients don't actually have psoriasis, which you would assume they do, but they don't always. And so it is definitely difficult. Psoriatic means that the arthritis can cause psoriasis, dry and painful rashes on the skin. Sarah had noticed this, but never connected a rash with the pain in her knees. The next thing Sarah did after those initial tests came back, she found a rheumatologist, a specialist in immune disorders, who took her symptoms and her ambitions seriously. Even that awfully ambitious goal of getting back to marathons when she could barely walk. My rheumatologist has been fabulous. You know, if I want to run a marathon, she's happy to help me get there. And she encourages me to move. There's not one ounce of her that says, well, maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe you should take a little bit of a break from this. She, she's there to help me 
accomplish my goals. First order of business, Sarah adjusted her diet. I call it the ish diet. Um, I'm low-ish gluten and low-ish um, dairy. I don't have it very much, but I did have a whoopie pie today, and I enjoyed it very much. Then Sarah's doctor prescribed an immunosuppressant medication to reduce her inflammation. I had to get over that. Like, you know, I'm an athlete. I can power through anything. You know, I can ride over mountain passes. I can swim across lakes. You know, you name it, I can do it. And so it, it was kind of tough. Like, I need a medication so I can bend my knee. But um, I'm very grateful because my life, oh, I can't even imagine where life would be if I hadn't started medication. The medication helped with the flare-ups, the swelling, and Sarah slowly returned to some light exercise. I got the Peloton bike, which allowed me to, to go at my own level to, to get back to sport. I dropped 50 pounds. Regardless of what's going on in your knees, the lighter you are, the better your knees are going to feel. Are there going to be a, a, a lot of these Peloton uh, placement ads in this interview, uh, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> hey, any time you give me a chance to talk about Peloton, I'll go for okay. it. <laughs> Over the next few months, Sarah kept improving. Gradually, and not without setbacks, two steps forward, one step back. Eventually, she signed up for that Pumpkin Man triathlon in Maine, which is back where we started, where we met her at the finish line. This, this race, to me, is a miracle. Because, it was, I mean, it was some tough times. Yeah. More than two years after that event, we called Sarah to see how she's been doing. What have you been up to? You know, tell us what you've been up to since we last chatted with you. Well, since you last chatted, the fall went pretty well. I went on and I did the Disney World Marathon in January. And that had been my first marathon in a while. My times are better than they've been in like 10 years. And I just, I, I, I could not be happy. I mean, the things I'm ac accomplishing in sport, like, to be honest, I wouldn't have done as well before before I had diagnosed with the arthritis, because I wouldn't have taken the training as seriously. I wouldn't have had the Peloton. I mean, those things have made the success happen. Sarah's odyssey is an example of how sometimes our greatest challenges can potentially lead to even greater rewards. Our weaknesses force us to slow down and look more closely, to analyze and understand, and to overcome personal and social barriers. The saddest thing to me has been how negative people are about medicine and, and taking medicine. And like if you spend any times in the Facebook groups, you know, it seems like people see taking medicine for something as a weakness. Like I can't even imagine where life would be if I hadn't started medication. You know, I, I don't think I'd be a good parent. I'm not sure I'd be able to work because I wouldn't be able to move. Um, and I certainly wouldn't be able to do any of the, the things that I truly enjoy. So, so do you think that experience may have helped you in some way at, as a physician diagnosing others? A hundred percent. Now, I'm, I, I do think I'm much better at listening to people and, you know, and keeping an open mind and realizing that while I might while I might not see necessarily the problem, I do see that the person is coming to me with a change and we need to figure out what that change is, where that's going. And it's definitely made me 
a better listener, and like I said, more open to other other things. Doc Sarah's struggle with arthritis has made her a better doctor and better at self-care. She listens to her own body much more carefully. But arthritis is an ongoing issue that will continue to present challenges. Unfortunately, these diseases are um, they're tenacious. Rheumatologist Jeffrey Sparks. And that can be really tough when you've been in a great spot for a while and to kind of feel back to square one. Which means Doc Sarah is going to have to carefully manage her symptoms and her ambitions. Have you had any major flare-ups since, uh, since last time or any other injuries? There was a race this weekend. It was a half marathon on Saturday, a two-mile run on Sunday. And I trained for the half marathon, although not as well as I should have, I'll be honest. Um, but I did the race, and within 30 seconds of starting, it was just not going to be my day. Like, it was horrible. I felt horrible. It had been a really stressful day at work on Friday. I didn't get enough sleep, and I just felt bad. And so at mile nine, I decided to call it. And in the old days, like when I was younger, I probably would have sucked it up and just destroyed myself. (laughs) But nowadays, I'm just like, you know, it's not my day. Hopefully there'll be other half marathons to have. It's not worth, you know, maybe getting an injury, exhausting myself, just kind of really enjoying the process and enjoying where I am. Yeah, well, I think there was a good tagline in there somewhere for a sports company, suck it up and destroy yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I definitely would have done that in the old days. <laughs> Doc Sarah, pediatrician, medical detective, and mama four. And once again, a runner. Sarah says she's planning on more events this year, if her knee will cooperate. But more than that, just enjoying being able to move. I got to get back back to it. So it's looking at the racing season. Um, so the White Mountain Try, maybe running up Loon again, a um, couple other halves, um, and just having a good time. We'll be checking in on Doc Sarah's Odyssey this fall to see if her return to running improves the underlying arthritis or triggers additional flare-ups or injuries. Because while medication can help manage the symptoms, there's no cure for the underlying condition. Many thanks to Doc Sarah for sharing her story with us. And next up, another running odyssey involving Erin, a mom on the run. She's a high school chemistry teacher who suffered through a difficult pregnancy and the challenges of postpartum depression until running helped her find a way forward. My body wasn't good at being pregnant and my body wasn't good at breastfeeding either. So once I weaned him after he was a year old, that's when my husband and I sat down and I said, I need to do something. I need to get back to me. We hope you'll join us for that episode. And if you have an odyssey you'd like to share, go to our website, mybodyodyssey.com, or find us on social media and send us a message. I'm Valerie Wences. And I'm Robert Pease for the rest of the production team. My Body Odyssey is a Fluent Knowledge production. Original music by Ryan Adair Rooney. 